Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there. This is the Epic Material episode 253, and I am Andy Anatko. And I am Florence Ion. Maybe, I, I don't know if it sounded like I was rebranding the show as, no, it's changed the show from Material to the Epic Material. Um, I, I don't want to presume that the epicness is implied in every episode. Only the only the listeners could let us know about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I was trying to come up with some sort of like numerology scheme here. So uh, two plus five is <laughs> seven. Seven plus three is ten. And so this is a whopper of a one. Or the the I'm middle so, number. Sorry. Middle digit is five. <laughs> the outer digits add up to five. Mm-hmm. Oh. And last week's episode was a palindrome. Oh, that's right. It was 252. Oh, wow. We're really, we're like kind of on a roll here. Okay. And then the episode before that was number eight, which is infinity, which is like, so I feel like the stars are aligning for us, Andy. And this episode is just going to be, you know, as, um, as written in the stars as the last three episodes, which incidentally are the, the episodes from, you know, us being apart for a while. Yes. So, you know, I feel as though we're gilded in Capricorn, uh, energy today, which is a good, a good promise. Is the moon in Capricorn today? I didn't check. I actually, today I did not check to see where the planets were aligned. I did the last two days. It's better to be surprised. I find, especially in these (laughs) times. Yes. And just log on and you read what, what, you know, the placements of the planets were and you go, oh, that's right. That's why that happened to me today. We're always (laughs) looking for meaning, folks. I'm always looking for meaning, especially during these trying times. Like, oh, I just, a rock? Oh, meaning, meaning. (laughs) I I just dug out my old biorhythms book. So I'm hoping, hoping just, hoping to be on a triple high sometime during this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Andy, what has life been like? Because for me... And you'll have to forgive me because I had told Andy, well, I had written in the notes that I'd be ranting a bit, but I think this will help us <laughs> segue. And I know I, I feel like I'm giving away the magic. I should make this seem more Well, what, what good is organic. magic unless you give it away? It's like a prayer. You, know what? you don't keep teller. it to yourself. You, oh, <laughs> that's, that's more of a Doug Henning sort of vibe. What yes. use is magic if you keep it inside? The whole point of magic is to spring, give it away. <laughs> Don't pay attention to the wires. I'm floating <laughs> over the audience. We're all having a moment together. I love that stuff, by the way, because I actually love to know like how magic is done. Because to me, it's like, well, technically, it's what you and I do for a living, right? We peel back <laughs> the curtains on the magic that happens in tech. And there then we go. tell people how it's really done. And, you know, how sometimes awful it is. Um, so speaking of awful, I have been sitting around the house. <laughs> I've not been sitting around the house. I've been like trying to feed a baby with one hand and typing to editors with another hand uh, on my Chromebook. And the other day, (laughs) yesterday and this morning, actually, I was sitting in my recliner in the baby's room and kind of just like studying my Chromebook, my Pixelbook. And I know we talked about this recently, but God, it really is like nasty like it's a dirty (laughs) dirty computer I just was looking at it like it's I'm really embarrassed because I was thinking oh this would be a really interesting like thought experiment if I posted pictures of how it's yellowed and how just like dirty it's gotten and then I realized like laptops are the thing that people don't want to see because you cannot clean them like the mechanical keyboard that I use I clean it every so often because it's I mean 
you can remove all the pieces and go in with alcohol and like, you know, do the requisite wiping and it's like brand new again. It's great. And I love that I can do that versus a laptop, which you can't really take apart because if you take the keys off, it's like the hardest thing to put back on because of the way that like the the chiclet connector is in laptops. Um, it's just this, like thin little thing. Um, I'm just thinking about the parts that I can't get to the ports that I can only clean with a toothpick. Like, but at the same time, I just think about how this thing is a workhorse and how it's effectively made me a lot of money because I've done a lot of work on it. You know, it's like a work. Yeah. Truck. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going through, I, I, we, we talked about how nasty the under, the under keys of one of my old, uh, actual power books was mm-hmm. a while ago. Now uh, I'm, uh, there's, I'm, preparing or i've been in the process of preparing a long like honeydew list uh and because i am and i am my couple in entirety i make up the list but then i have to do it myself but one of those things is uh the uh, one of the best things i ever bought in my life one of my happiest consumer purchases with my five years ago the my olympus omd em1 uh micro four-thirds camera mm-hmm. it was the first pro level camera that i ever bought and it, it's been like absolutely the perfect thing. And uh, this is why you trust uh, if if you trust a laptop or a camera or something like that if it looks like it's been beat to hell, not because someone didn't take care of it, but because they took it with them and used it every single day. That they would and accidents happen when you put that many hours on a thing. And the fact that you keep using it and keep using it, it becomes it's it's not wear and tear. It's it's, it's known as brassing now, or patina, or as as they said on uh, Antiques Roadshow, good honest wear that indicates this item is authentic. And part part of the good honest wear uh, of this camera is that uh, I did uh, crack the screen cover uh, on the LCD screen in the back and kept on using it and decided that I had to stop using it once like actual chunks of glass were now missing. <laughs> so <sighs> I had, see, I, it's, it's like, I just didn't want to like give it up. So I put like a, a like an adhesive screen cover on it to sort of keep it in place and had like replaced it once or twice. So I, uh, I did order f- from Hong Kong an actual like replacement LCD screen that it, I don't think it's going to be that difficult to put in because someone on YouTube put in a video on how to replace the screen on a different model of Olympus camera that's like this. And it's not I, – I had been uh, bookmarking eBay searches for uh, broken Olympus OMD EM1 cameras thinking that if I if there's one that's like – oh, extract well, the, them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I can like, remove the entire assembly from there, put it in there. Uh, I almost pushed the button on a 50 – on one for $50 – that the the owner said that the logic board was fried, which meant that okay, great. So I'd have like a support, right. a good source of, of supplies. Then I did a deeper deep before I pulled. Fifty dollars was only f- ten or fifteen dollars more than I really wanted to spend just to fix like the LCD. But then mm-hmm. I found that I, I'm I'm always a little bit wary when it's like a a, a parts supplier because. They're saying explicitly this is for my model of camera, but I'm not going to know that until. I actually – it's mm-hmm. actually break it out of the box. It's still in the box right now. Mm-hmm. And take it – get to the point of no return where right now I've got a working camera with a cracked screen. If I disassemble it, of course, once I take that 
screen out, it is no there's no way it's going back in in one piece. So I'm going to I'm going to risk that I'm trading this for a non-working camera. The see the the other idea uh, the other alternative was uh, now that this camera is 5 years old, it's been it's received two huge hardware upgrades. There's this is I have the Mark 1, the Mark 2 came out 3 years ago and a couple months ago the Mark 3 came out. And I was when I started looking for broken versions of this camera, I was surprised at how cheap I can buy uh, another Mark One. It's like two hundred. If I if I'm patient, if I need to get it now, it'd be three hundred dollars. If I'm patient, it would be close to two hundred dollars. And I did consider, well, why not just like replace it with a whole new camera that looks brand new and it seems to has. It, there's also it also uh, uh, the better cameras they have as part of like the the it's like a built-in odometer. You can tell how many right. times the shutter's been pressed, so I can tell that oh, actually this was just somebody's backup camera. And it's only been fired like 800 times or, you know, I, you, so you have a good idea of that. But the thing is, I kind of wanted to have, I liked the, the story that this five-year-old camera of mine tells that, uh, again, it's worn in exactly the right places. It's scratched. It's been used. It's been loved. Also, no, I'm, I know that. This I know that the, this is we don't live in a Pixar world. I know that this camera is an inanimate object. It does not have a soul, and it's not voiced by Tom Hanks and is desperately afraid of being recycled or something like that. However, I feel as though uh, I have pleasure in knowing that this thing has stood by me for five years. It is patiently it, it, when I dropped the, the, the several times it's been dropped by accident. It's understood and kept on working. It gives me a great deal of pride to think that I'm simply going to fix this as opposed to simply say, hey, I'm just going to buy a new one. Well, I also, okay, sidebar, I'm also definitely buying a Mark III next year because, oh my God, is it awesome. But, <laughs> but then, but then, like, j- just like my old laptops, they, they rotate in and out that uh, the, it, uh, my lap, my the my brand new laptop is the one that I do most of my work on. It's one that I carry with me. It's one that I take on trips. The re- laptop it replaces goes into semi retirement. It becomes like docked on a desk somewhere where I can just simply go to it. It will be a running machine. It'll be when I need to rip a Blu-ray. I need to have like a good CPU process. So it'll, so the the old Olympus will still be working fine. But to your Chromebook. I, I I definitely think that you should uh, that one should keep it clean enough that it is you're not prevented from entering a country with it because they are afraid of what contagion it might bring into the populace. However, there's a, such a thing as good honest wear that when you when the you skim the keyboard with a light, you can see what the most popular letters on the keyboard are because they have more wear than others. Mm. I feel I feel as though. Uh, you know, this is this is one of the most romantic things about having kids. You, I feel as though, uh, maybe sometime in the future, like you, you just you just stashed this away because you intended to sell it or give it to somebody, but you kind of forgot about it. But then twenty years later, you know, your 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 kid is like helping you clean stuff, and you're like, oh, and and that little Chromebook that you finally found again is like in a pile of stuff. You're just gonna junk. And your daughter's gonna say, "What is this? Oh yeah, I wrote I wrote like on that for like three years. Oh, you're gonna throw it out? I'll take it." And it becomes this cherished object. I have I have I have some of my I have some of my dad's old tools for the same reason. Well, it's like the, you know what my husband has some of his dad's old uh, like Air Force stuff, which by the way, Air Force stuff from the seventies, pretty good stuff. Hats, <laughs> gloves, 
ties, things like that. Uh, you know, it just makes me think of the box of journals that I have. I have like every journal I've kept since I was in middle school. Of course, the ones in middle school were all about boys and they get progressively more whiny and emo <laughs> as time <laughs> goes on. But you know what? It's a time capsule, just like the Chrome book will be a time capsule. And I definitely like that word that you use, the brassing, the brassing of the of the tech products. Um, by the way, just speaking of like cleaning things, every package that has come through my house this week has been wiped down with Clorox. <laughs> Sign of the times. Not a thing I used to do. Now I'm like, who knows where it's been? I... I had to go through a process myself. I decided that I'm not going to wipe down the boxes. However, it's okay if I f- don't necessarily open them until they've been around for 24 hours mm. or if it's something that came in I bought via eBay that I absolutely mm. had to have that I will open it. I, I won't I won't Clorox it down, but I will wash my hands after opening it, even though the stuff I've read said it's cardboard coronavirus doesn't do well on on cardboard but it's 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 one of those things that what's how how it's it's one of it's like when i'm about to like make myself lunch or dinner and i'm pretty sure this pork cutlet is safe to eat right (laughs) and and like it's not it's turned color a little bit but it still smells okay the texture is a little bit weird but again and I'm and I go through this every single time where I'm saying, "Oh, this is nuts!" It's a good. It's it's either it's either this or like a can of soup, and I much rather have a nice pork cutlet. And then it always ends with me saying, "Okay, Andy, how much will it cost you to throw this away and have that can of soup versus what will it cost you to be sick with food poisoning for the next two days?" <laughs> more more than anything else. <laughs> the actual discomfort is like, what would you like to spend the next two days with food poisoning, knowing full well that you had an A B choice at this juncture and you chose the wrong juncture? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, and but whatever, just smell it before you eat it. Um, mm. Sorry, everyone, but you know what? We're living in these kind of times. Yes. Well, talk, talk, uh, talking yeah. about A-B junctures and deliveries. So mm-hmm. uh, I told you a couple of weeks ago that I bought uh, a uh, Generation 4 fossil uh, Android Wear, Wear OS, perhaps not Wear OS watch uh, at a huge, huge discount. Uh, uh, it arrived today. I got it. It only took me about uh, 10 seconds to get it set up. Uh, as soon as like, I got it, I brought it right inside my office. And I uh, took out the uh, return sticker that I'd already printed out, put it right on the top there. And boy, I had it like returned almost immediately without even opening it. What happened? That was very, very easy. What why did hap- you? Why? What happened was that um, the <laughs> I, I I bought it like on on a weekend, and that in, in the last one available was kind of gaudy. It was like the one that would definitely right. if there was a, a, a fantastic if a two hundred seventy five dollar perfectly good smartwatch were discounted to 100 or 120 dollars and you didn't find out about it as soon as they went on sale this is definitely the design that would have been left over fine but if, you know uh, but two three days later i checked back and for some reason they had stock back on like the really cool like black steel watch with the resin band or the steel the steel band so i did buy the black one after double ch- after Double checking. See, I could all even before the thing arrived, I was able to print a button and generate a return label for it. 
Uh, had I not done that, I would have been worried that I couldn't return it. I don't see the the fossil site is a little bit sketchy on this because I was even when I ordered it, <laughs> I was careful enough to check to make sure that this there wasn't any condition on it. That what what are the return what are the return conditions on this? And everything that I saw said that oh yeah, thirty day return on everything, no, no matter what. But then like later on after I bought it. I checked the details on like the here's the the sale page on hey there's a lot of stuff that's on sale this week on fossil at, at up to 75% off whatever and down 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 it says sales are non-refundable. So that's why I was very concerned. Like I I did already have the label. So if and also uh it didn't as the text of the stuff that I was reading before I bought it didn't state an exception for it. Nothing on the purchase page state, uh, mentioned an exception for it. So I feel as though I, I feel confident that whatever computer simply scans in an approved, an already approved return label is going to scan this in and give me a refund. If not, I feel as though I'm entitled to go all Karen on this. I don't know. What the, <laughs> I don't know what the male version of Karen is. I, but I'll be no I'll, Karen's fine because yeah, Karen is. I'll I'll be yeah. nice about it. I will simply say, well, I mean, I I understand that like that's what that's what the your, your your rule is. But again, I feel as though under these conditions, you did generate a return label and you didn't mention it was almost impossible to find everywhere else. Do, is there a way that we could sort of kick this up and have a discussion about it? Because again, if I had not been able to generate that return label, I probably almost certainly would not have uh, bought because I, I would be disappointed if I wound up spending like $240 for for the one fossil generation four watch that I wanted when I could have gotten the generation five for almost the same amount of money. Actually, it's been on sale, so I could have saved a little money. I was hoping you would tell me it's just because it's a terrible product. <laughs> something. That's what I was hoping you would say. I thought you were going to say I turned it on and I realized this isn't going to give me what I want from the wearable scheme. And it's just, you know what? Nice try, Google, but it's over. Yeah. Uh, like, that's what I was thinking you were going to say. I know that there are people out there who are using Wear OS and are super happy with their devices that they're wearing on their wrists. Um, but I just... the. Just the experience that I've had with Wear OS thus far has been really clunky. Yeah. And so I was kind of expecting that this just happened to you immediately and it just turned you off to the whole platform. But yeah. now to know that it's just an aesthetic reason. Yeah, it's and and this is this is the thing. If this were if I had gotten a, a similar deal on an Apple Watch. Like, let's say that I was able to get 75% off like an Apple. Like I, I was able to get a $300 Apple Watch for 100 bucks. I would say it's only available. You're in heaven. Because... No, exactly. Well, A, I know that something is happening because Apple doesn't discount these things. Exactly. But also it would be, oh, the only model available is rose gold, which I'd be cool with, with all with diamels all over it. And it's got like Joan Rivers, <laughs> Joan Rivers QVC jewelry collection band that can't be Rest removed. I would still consider it. I would say maybe I, I've got a, I've got enough Dremel tools. I could I probably... see you rocking a Joan Rivers piece, though. I mean, uh, listen, uh, Joan I Rivers. I, I, would see, <laughs> I would have to I would have to do it ironically. I'm not sure if I've got that much irony left in me. I definitely did when I was an '80s kid. <laughs> definitely did like well into my 20s. But once you're like well out of once you're out of your 40s, irony is just so much effort. It's a, you, have, you have to keep this mental database of, wait, do I really believe in this or am I pretending to believe in this because I have some sort of agenda? That. I and feel that. 
it, be- it becomes it yeah. becomes a lot easier just to be honest about your feelings about things. Yeah, I feel that. I'm in my mid 30s where I I'm reaching that point, so I get that. Yeah. Well, <sighs> maybe we should get you a Samsung watch and see if you'll want to wear one of those. But then you have yeah. to contend with its app store, and then you might you might call me and yell at me just for well, that. I see. I'm- <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little bit averse to Samsung products. They they have they have to clear an an especially high hurdle of desirability for me because okay. I know that at some point I'm going to have to sign in to I'm going to have to update my my Samsung account. And oh, although the, I, yes. I absolutely trust, <laughs> excuse me, as much as I can trust a corporation with my data, I trust Apple. I am. Uh, I've I mostly trust Google in the sense that I feel as though the services and uh, the services they're giving me for free in exchange for my data is a worthy transaction. Mm-hmm. Samsung, eh, not they're not Facebook, but they're still. If I have a choice, if I really can't decide between two smartwatches, I would probably decide on the non-Samsung smartwatch. Mm-hmm. Dang, dang. Uh, but I did. I did buy something that I'm, that I'm keeping. So I got <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'm, I thank God. I'm uh, thank God. This is not happening when I'm I'm in my twenties. That like I I always I'm aware of how much I spend on things, even when I do ridiculous things with my money. Because last so uh, two days ago, I got uh, this, uh, on Monday, I had this huge pile of eBay packages. Because a lot of things I've been ordering for the past two or three weeks, like at 2 to 4 a.m., because it was like a cool object and was only $5 and $3 shipping. Yes. And, I, and it feels I like know something. That life. My, my acquiring like old tape recorders has now started to become not an obsession, but definitely a collection. And mm-hmm. again, I, I'm aware of how much I'm spending. I'm not spending more than like trivial money for these things. But when you finally see Andy, you have six packages here that's going to take you <laughs> actually a little chunk of time for you to cut through all, all the open up all these packages and set them aside so they don't get lost. Let's just take a moment to gather in this site of, again, six packages in one day of things that you had apparently no mental or uh, curiosity about just a month and a half ago. And the next time it's two or three in the morning and you're still trying to decide whether it's worth trying to go to bed or whether to commit to being awake until nine or ten in the morning, I want you to recall this mental image and decide if you really want – even for $5 and $4 shipping, maybe you don't want this old pocket dictaphone. Maybe Uh... you don't. Maybe you could do without it. That but, was my mail today, yeah. but yes. So, so when there was a, uh, it looked like uh, the Pixel Buds were going to be shipping imminently, and of course they did ship this week, and we will be talking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remembered that when I bought my uh, my second Google Home Max, I remember it was on sale for two hundred bucks, which was my target right. price a year ago. Plus, they would give you a twenty dollar uh, credit on the Google Store, and I remember specifically that I was earmarking that as. Uh, part of the payment I'd be making for the Pixel Buds, which I would definitely be buying, I would almost certainly be buying. And now that we're, I did not anticipate getting another deal for the uh, $300 Sony M3 noise canceling true wireless headphones for $99 as refurbs. So now I have no need for them whatsoever. So I decided I wanted to spend that credit before I forgot it existed. And I had actually, it was, it was, it was a confluence of things. I also kind of remembered that at some, for several points in the past few weeks, I have been thinking that it would be 
useful to have one of those rechargeable battery bases for the Google Home Mini. So I bought the uh, the Jot. Uh, it is okay. like a it's like a, a little like saucer sled for a Google Home Mini. Uh, it's got a rechargeable battery. It makes this into a true wireless speaker. Uh, and because they're like they're only about thirty bucks, and with the twenty with the twenty dollar credit applied toward that. Plus the plus the shipping cost, which were like seven or eight dollars, I wound up getting only ten bucks off on it. But it was like, hmm. but the but that credit was just sitting there, and what what the heck else am I going to use it for? If not, I don't know, like a like a Pixel Five hmm. phone or some sometime inevitably when I will decide I need it. But this yeah, is by I a just, company called Ninety Seven, by the way, spelled ninety n i n e t y, and then number seven. Yes. And I have it just arrived today. I haven't set it up yet. But the the but the reason why I decided that I quote need it unquote was that like I'm doing a lot of like odd jobs around the house. Like again, that honey do list. Right, right. And it occurred to and it occurred to me that I'm doing a lot of like cranking up this the cranking up the noise on my speakers high enough that it will reach me like in the pantry and this sort of stuff. So I decided that perhaps it would be. For twenty dollars, for ha- for essentially half price, it would be a good idea to be able to carry a portable speaker with me, and I don't mean a Bluetooth speaker, which now that I think of it, would probably have cost me just as much and would probably have been just as useful. But let's put that aside. <laughs> this way, this way, I can write about this. And I can say it's research. So well, this way, you get the Google Assistant with you wherever you go. And now I just added the one for the Google Home, the regular Google Home, to my cart because I have a Google Home just sitting. Sorry, everyone is like. You guys just have all this stuff. Yes, I have one just sitting <laughs> uh, in a drawer, nothing going on with it. And the sound is pretty good yeah. on the original Google Home. So, you know, I you, you got me interested, Andy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to admit, I'm still a little bit ambivalent about... Uh, about uh, 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 about Google's own wireless audio standard because I'm still bummed that I can't just simply say to my my Android TV, "Hi, this is a set of paired Google Home Max speakers that are sitting to the left and the right of my television." I would like every time mm. my Google Android TV plays something with audio, it just automatically connects to and uses the Google Home Max. That uses the Google standard for audio streaming. I wish we could just do that. I wish we could just talk to the assistant and have it know what we're trying to program and just do it for us. See, that's what needs to be done. That is truly consumer facing. Yes. <laughs> Not none of this. None of this. You need to figure out exactly what to say. Gobbledygook. Yeah. Because you know, I'm tired. I'm really tired, <laughs> especially these days. Yep. And, and well, and, and talk about sarcasm. I had. I had one of those moments where, uh, when I was trying to set this up uh, for the first time, my thought was, "Gee, I can't find like a menu option, or either in the Google Home app or in this Android TV box, that says use these use these uh, Chromecast speakers by default." But gee, I'm a, I, I must I must have that wrong because I, I guess I'm just stupid. I can't find it. I can't find. I know. I'll, I'll, so I'll use like the live support. And I had to make sh- I had to be so careful in my phrasing so that the wonderful live support person didn't think I was being sarcastic, because here in here in Voiceland it's it's clear that I'm just asking a question and saying, right. "Hey, I can't." Uh, I, it seems like I sh- I really want to use this as a d- the default speaker, but it's only letting me do it via Bluetooth, and sometimes it disconnects from Bluetooth. Can I do that via? Whereas on text, it would say. 
It just seems logical to me that Google's feature would work with Google products. Am I out of line there? (laughs) Uh, That's your inner Karen coming out. I'm I'm so – I I really want to do a – Oh, we should do. I, I, I'm making a note to do that. I want to do a, 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 a Google Trends to see <laughs> babies being named Karen in the past year or two. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> definitely one of those uh, names that was, I think, more popular in a different era. But I definitely could see the graph just like no, taking a nosedive as of lately. Um, you know, it's. <laughs> See, I uh, see. I have a friend. I'm, I'm sorry. I know I'm dominating this, but we. I, I have a friend who uh, named their baby Monica uh, only a year after, like the Monica Lewinsky uh, scandal. Oh, I thought you were gonna say friends. See, I exactly. thought you were gonna say. I was hoping what you would say was friends, though. Now I'm just. And every oh. see, and and every all of her friends were like, "Oh, I can't believe it. She's gonna get teased." And my friend was so like wise, and said that. Number one, <laughs> number one, I, I've always liked that name. It was always a contender. And one of the things that sold me is knowing that in like six or seven years, that's not going to be there. That's not going to be what everybody associates the name with. And right. she's going to be the only girl in second grade named Monica, as opposed to, you know, a million kids named Buffy. Yep. <laughs> Which there are none. Um, I feel like that's I feel like that's a good uh, segue for us to go into our first break. Yes. Do you have a website and does your website have a shopping cart, registration forms or contact us pages? If you answered yes to these questions, then you need Pingdom. Nobody wants their critical website transactions to fail. That means a bad experience for your users and could mean lost business for you. But the good news is you can set up transaction monitoring with Pingdom. Transaction monitoring will alert you when cart checkout, forms, and login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business. Pingdom will let you know the moment any of these fail in whatever way is best for you. You can customize how you're alerted and who is alerted, depending on the outage severity. Pingdom cares about your users having the smoothest site experience possible. And if disaster strikes, you'll be the first to know. It's super easy to get started, so go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. When you sign up, use our code MATERIAL at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show and RelayFM. Well, speaking of Pixel Buds, yes, they have indeed finally shipped. So as it's... uh, I don't know about you, but every time Google announces something, it makes me so excited because uh, uh, usually they don't oversell it during the announcement. But you can your mind kind of has a lot of fun thinking about the potential of what these things can do. Okay. So all we all we all we knew about the Pixel Buds in September when they announced them alongside the Pixel Four phone was that. Perhaps having a wire between the two buds was not the right move. So they mm. are going to be truly wireless earbuds, and they're going to be a lot like the AirPods and being compact and small and discreet and all that stuff. And one hundred and seventy nine dollars—that's pretty much all we knew about it. Uh, and I was hope. And the, the only thing that sort of they sort of dangled in front of us was that it was going to have uh, better integration with the Google Assistant than you would with third-party earbuds where you kind of – they work, but you have to tap something to say, oh, right, by the way, right. please wake or up. Hold. and be uh-huh. and, Right. And so 
I, that's why I really I, mentally I really did put aside mentally one hundred and seventy nine dollars minus twenty dollars credit to buy these as soon as they came out. Um, and certainly, if not for the fact that I was able to buy for for ninety nine dollars a really good set a month ago, I would probably be buying them right now, sight unseen, just based on that. But now I get to see the I get to see the alternative reality of what had happened. The reviews are out. Uh, they are indeed true wireless, 179 bucks. Although they were on sale already for like twenty or thirty bucks up somewhere uh, for a brief time. Uh, most of the reviews are going on the same things. The sound quality is definitely improved. Uh, they like the Google Assistant uh, activation uh, integration where you don't. If I'm on my bike, I don't have to reach up and tap anything. Mm-hmm. I can just simply say, "Hey Guillermo," and mm-hmm. it's telling me that yeah, you are definitely lost. You should have been turned right about 18 <laughs> miles ago. Um, there, uh, the only there are only a couple of complaints about it, and they're not really big ones. It seems they uh, they added a st- the the Google Buds added a stabilizer fin, like a little sort of like licorice colored strap of of of, of rubber that sort of looks like a little antenna although it's not antenna to sort of nestle into inside one of the little little caves of your ears to help it keep in place mm-hmm. some of the people who've been testing them saying that that makes it hard to for them hard to wear for extended period of times uh i've been there and it, it really depends on i i don't know how many earbuds you've tried it's it's hit or miss all it has to do is that one if you have one part of your ear where the skin over the cartilage is not very thick and for some reason, it's tap. It's putting some pressure on that. It goes from being completely comfortable in, at 45 minutes to unbearable at 48. So I don't know if it's that sort of thing. Not everyone is complaining about it. I don't have. I've never had luck with these in ear things. The only ones that have worked for me have been the Galaxy Buds, which we will talk about yeah. in comparison to these. And so I'm, of course, feeling a tiny bit dubious. <laughs> but. Um, but- uh, they are saying that uh, they do appear nicely inobtrusive, like having a, a Mentos in your ear. <laughs> Probably even better. If you, it's because uh, the Apple Apple gets away with a lot. By it's, uh, I think a, some people who are maybe a little more sensitive than others would have said, especially with the original AirPods. Like, oh, I can't believe you look so stupid with that lollipop stick dangling down your ear. And what they miss out on is number one, those that dangly bit actually gives you better antenna reception and better audio. But also, if it's a lifestyle brand, there's a reason why the the logo on a Gucci bag is not in a, sewn into a tag on the inside of the bag. It's big and it's gold. That's <laughs> on the outside. Uh, so, but but, <laughs> but that's nice. Uh, they say that it's also not as bassy as other earbuds. Uh, uh. And doesn't it doesn't it has the silicone uh, tip on, inside it, but it doesn't seal off the ear canal like other uh, other earbuds do. Mm. Um, they are also saying that uh, it has an uh, the they have an air vent on each bud that has a upside in that it doesn't because there's an air vent it makes sure that your ears don't feel quite so plugged in plugged up as they often do if you've got these tight silicone earbuds in. However, they do let in some outside noise. But that might be a good thing because if I'm on my bike, I kind of want to make <laughs> – I don't. I want to be aware of my environment as opposed to when I'm on a train when I really want to seal off the, endar- the environment. So Okay, I don't know how expansive my opinion is about this. I just know based on my own experience that not being able to hear the outside world is absolutely dangerous when yeah. – I am 
hiking on the trail by myself or even when I'm with my husband because usually he's on a bike and I need to be able to like hear him behind me and those subtle that subtle like uh that's soft sound of the bike track kind of hitting the dirt that you can usually hear without headphones like that's very hard to hear even with um even with the pass-through which I have tried with the galaxy buds I don't take the galaxy buds with me outdoors because a they're super small and because of the way my ear is they stay in if I'm like on a train or whatever or if I'm like walking somewhere but after a period of time I don't know what happens inside my ear, but it just doesn't want to stay in there. So it's just, I don't feel comfortable like, you know, walking about with those things. So I have a pair of Bose sound sport that go around my neck that I use. Those have absolutely no pass through whatsoever. they do have the assistant. So I can like hold down the button and then wait a couple seconds and then ask my question. And then Google doesn't (laughs) understand me. And then I'm just standing on the trail fighting with Google in my head while people are walking by me. Like, what is this person doing here? It's like, don't mind me. I'm just trying to get the time because I didn't bring my smartwatch and I don't want to take my phone out of my bag. This has happened a couple times before where I put my my phone in like my camelback, um, like where my water is, and I don't want to like reach back and get it out. So I ask Google to tell me the time and it doesn't work. <laughs> um anyway, so people have been complaining about the lack of active noise canceling on the Pixel Buds, which I think is completely valid, but I just don't think that that is the the place where Google wants these headphones to be. I don't think that that is what matters to this particular uh, to this particular set of buds because I think I have this working theory that they only exist to have us um, kind of test the idea of having the assistant in your ear. Yeah. Like the assistant always on you. I mean, that is really what it's about. It's about that. It's about you traveling to Barcelona <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> Um, Boy, was I, you know. was I surprised that that's actually the right way to say it? <laughs> I, I learned that, by I the way, was... in high school Spanish class. Yes. Just FYI, but but there's that whole nerd wallet commercial that like I watch a lot of TV these days. So you know where where he calls it Barcelona, and then I realized. By the way, I just completely spit on myself doing that. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, the idea is supposed to be wearing these buds, you know, in Spain and having somebody speak to you Spanish or Catalonian, and then. Google's translating it for you in your ear and you're just, you're connecting and you know, it's a whole scene at a lost in translation where the music is playing and you're connecting and you're two souls, you know, (laughs) um, that's, that's what I envisioned that like the marketing, you know, the, the conference room, the marketing official comes in and it's like, imagine this. And it's like a total Don Draper Mad Men moment where they're like, Oh, that's what we need to do with the earbuds. (laughs) So that's what I imagine is supposed to be happening with these things. Not yeah. whereas all the audio files have come out like what a, what is this? Ugh, like let me ex- let me explain with these series of graphs and diagrams. Now, if you see where the peaks uh, in the twenty kilohertz range, yeah, it's but you know you you've hit it on the head, uh, particularly for me. There's uh, when I buy an Apple product, I'm uh, expecting style. And that that's not a negative thing. It means that it means it's going to be well built. It's going to for headphones they are going to sound very very good. But also it's good. the click of that case when I close it and open it is going to be magnificent. It's almost going to be like a stress reliever. I'm going to yeah. love the style and the design of it. When I buy something from Sony, 
I'm going to expect, number one, a product name that that is like a secure password, that it's a random mix of letters and numbers, but that it's going to sound great. So it might be right. it might look a little bit clunky. The case is big. It's not instinctive how to get them back in, but they sound amazing. And the noise canceling mm-hmm. is amazing. So, but when I uh, anticipate getting a pair of Google earbuds, what I'm anticipating is that the sound will be perfectly fine. The design will be perfectly fine, but it's going to have a lot of really intelligent features that give it a function beyond simply letting me listen to music and podcasts. And we're seeing some of it already that uh, out of the box, uh, the part of what's using the microphones for is not for noise cancellation, but to be aware to take in sounds from the outside so that if you're listening, if you set your sound level to a certain level and all of a sudden uh, the environment got really, really quiet, it will then take down the volume. And if it gets really, really loud outside, it'll take the volume up so you can continue to hear what you're hearing above uh, the ambient noise. Um, uh, nine to five Google did uh, one of their uh, APK uh, teardowns. That's where you, they take, Various people uh, on the on the on the net will tear apart like the latest version of the Google Pixels app on the Play Store mm-hmm. to look for if there are there any development hooks for features features that are implied but aren't here. And they found hooks for something they're calling attention alerts, where and according again based on the teardown, uh, two different signifiers are barking and crying. Uh, and there's to be clear, there's no documentation, no announcement, no sneak peek, no nothing. But the implication from mm-hmm. the context is that intelligently, it, uh, the uh, microphones mm-hmm. will understand that a baby crying is something you absolutely want to give priority. You absolutely want to be aware of that. So if you hear a baby crying, it will automatically mute or dim uh, your earbuds. So you can. I wish the Google Home did on. that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. would be nice if it did that now. Yeah. And that and that's the sort of stuff I like. I like I like the stuff of I like the simple idea of being able to use the assistant without having to tap yeah. anything. What I, one of the things I loved about Google Glass was being on my, one of my regular constitutionals, and just the, the, your brain does wonderful things once you get it away from the office and away from any pressure of deadlines because it has time to really process all the stuff you've been uh, reading and thinking about. So oh. This is the this is how I should open that reviewer. This is how I should write this column, and yep. be able to say blah blah, uh, uh, make take a note. Uh, the there, an article about blah 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 blah, and then you keep, then you keep on walking. I would so love to be able to use something like the Pixel Buds as an audio only version of Google Glass. That's that's mm. something that I've been sort of mm-hmm. thinking and talking mm-hmm. about for a, a number mm-hmm. of years. That just give me an, a, a Mentos like device doesn't even have to be a stereo pair that I can easily hide in my in my ear hole left or right that i can simply have access to stuff and so even things like as, as i'm reading a sign uh what is 50 kilograms in pounds and just getting or uh well, turn back, turn, walk, walking in biking directions <laughs> yeah and and it'll be so much cooler when we get uh, active alerts where I know that's something being experimented with. It's a very, very subtle problem to when do I when do I as a piece of technology interrupt uh, what Andy is doing or thinking to give him what I think is helpful information that he didn't mm-hmm. ask for. So not not just an, you told me to just give you a reminder at this time of day, but how about if I just say, OK, and the shopping tool, he has he has been looking, 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 looking 
for he's desperate to get a bow tie in the next two days because mm-hmm. he's going to be judging a, a cooking competition via stream on Twit, and he can't order one on Amazon. So he's really been flagging that. What if? And I know that he's about to walk past a store that is a open and b has like menswear with bow ties. Maybe I should tell him that. Hi, you identified bow ties as an important thing, and you're about if you turn left mm. at the next corner, you're about to approach a store mm. that has them. Or oh, uh, that or, makes me <laughs> okay. How about, how about okay? How about something we can relate to? Sorry, Andy. It's not that I don't relate to it. I'm just like. <laughs> I, I just feel like that is venturing into territory where marketing has already kind of gotten its, you know, greedy little okay. claws. You know what I mean? Well, if you, if you make the choice, fair like enough. If you, if if you've, you make, yeah. uh, it should it shouldn't be be putting advertising pop ups in your in your ears or in your eyes. Yeah, because I don't want to walk by an old navy and then have if it still exists after this pandemic. Because I was reading that the company is not doing well, but if I don't want to walk by an old navy and have Google in my ear go, "Hey, t-shirts are kids tees are four ninety nine today only," and I'm like, "Shut up!" Like I'm on my. <laughs> I'm on my way to my therapy appointment. Yeah. Like, this is not the time right now. Like, I'm sitting yep. here thinking about what I'm going to have to talk about. Like, I don't want to think about, like, it, that's what I get worried about. But, but, that, but um, that, I that guess really, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. That, that, no, that really that really is a good, uh, a good topic because um, the reason why I found out about uh, the, the $275 or $300 Sony earbuds for 99 bucks yes the reason why i found out about that smartwatch for 99 to 100 bucks is because i think i found out about both of them on reddit where there are subreddits mm-hmm. just for hey there's a really really amazing deal going on right now uh and so i have in in a less obtrusive way i've indicated that if there's something super unusual that's a really really good price for something i want to know about it uh, so I, d- I don't want to be inundated with I'll just rant on these Reddit groups. Of course, it's just everything. So I can. Right. But but they appear in my feed on a time base. So it's not uh, not obtrusive. But if I have the ability, if uh, on if I have the ability, even with trusting Google with this about saying that I kind of want another 10 gigabyte uh, Western digital USB, Western mm-hmm. digital USB three external drive. However, I don't really need it. Immediately, it will just be handy to have. So, if you find the price drop lower than one hundred and fifty dollars, uh, I would, I would, I definitely want to know about it. If it gets under one hundred and thirty dollars, you should pop up an alert somewhere. Actually, I'm not even sure that you can't do that already. But that's that's the sort of stuff where, so long as you, uh, so long as you're using, so long as you're using this thing as a tool and you're not being used by it, as long as you have control of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's but uh, getting but getting back to the Pixel Buds, that is that is a sort of thing that intrigued me back in September. Not what it would have when it was first released, but what a year from now, what they might be able to add to it, like having Google Glass for my ears. And for all I know, a year from now. It's going to be there's going to be such an ecosystem behind this that I will buy 100 I will pay 179 bucks for an extra pair of these just to be able to use that. Um, I'm not from what from what I've seen uh, from these uh, reviews. I'm not I don't feel as though I'm really missing out on anything just yet. And Mm -hmm. remember that I'm I'm also the person who. Uh, back after when we both went to the uh, to the Pixel event, was really excited about the potential of of the of, of the Soli radar and being able to mm-hmm. interact with this without touching it, especially in the winter when you're wearing gloves. And it's well, now you can not only 
go to the next track of audio, you can also pause the audio. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, Google, I'm not sure if you were picking up on the basis of my enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, it just makes me think like, oh my God, you can do that with all of the buds now that come out. Like this, yeah. you just yeah. tap it and it does the thing. So I think Google's really... This is not specifically about the buds, but I just feel like whenever Google comes out with a new product, the naysayers are always first to say, like, how is this supposed to fit in with everything else? Oh, God, this is just this makes no sense. Like, Google just doesn't know what it's doing. Like, hold on. Take a step back. OK, it's like when your friend is just your friend is acting kind of weird and you don't really understand, not weird, out of the ordinary, maybe not totally on personality. And then you have to kind of ask yourself, well, what is the context here? Like what is going on with my friend that they're acting this way? Are they severely happy? Are they in love? Are they angry about something? And this is why they're acting this way. And so I think about that way with Google, like, okay, so this device got announced. Um, a lot of people are really unhappy about the announcements that were made. Okay. Those people can remain unhappy. But let's take a step back. Why is this the focus of this particular? Like, it's not because Google doesn't know what it's doing. Because obviously this company has made a lot of money because it knows what it's doing, okay? And <laughs> it's it's part of the fang companies because it knows what it's doing. So let's kind of like think about what the subtext is of this. And so I definitely think the Pixel Buds are just the next iteration of whatever that Google Glass style wearable was supposed to be like. And this is just a way that they're testing one specific feature, but they're putting it out as a consumer product because this that's the best way to kind of like get. And I know the Google fans will go out. They will get this. Um, this is the anti AirPods, <laughs> right? So yes. it's like, you know, we'll suck it to you. AirPod wearer, like, I got my buds. <laughs> so, uh, but for now, I'm going to stick with my Galaxy buds because they are just super, you know, I, they're, you can find them super on sale all the time now yeah. and they're easy. And if I lose I them, I'll just buy another pair. It's fine. I'm not yeah. like, I don't rely on them. You know what I mean? And they're good enough for what I need them to do, kind of thing. That's where I'm at, by the way, with, Headphones. The only headphones that I really, the ones that I really love are my Bose Sound Sport. Um, and just because I've spent a lot of time in nature with them. So it's like we were talking about their breast, their breast from all that time we spent in nature. Yes. It's, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in the same sort of boat where um, I did, uh, when I was trying to experiment with uh, HD audio for the first time, mm -hmm. starting in like, November, December, part of it was, well, how, what will it take to get an appreciate, to really appreciate what HD audio is or what high end audio sounds like? And, uh, boy, the, there is not a subtle price difference between a, what I would consider a rational amount of money to spend mm. and the next amount of money you have to spend to get what is, which should be emphatically better sound. That I'm, I'm list. I mm -hmm. uh, my favorite headphones are the ones I'm using right now. They're like these. Uh, I don't know the again. They're Sony, so the product name is letters and numbers. But if you just do a Google for what is what are those Sony headphones that almost everybody in broadcasting or podcasting has, it will probably lead you to these sixty seventy dollar pair of super comfortable, very high quality sound headphones that only cost sixty or seventy dollars. 
the next level up that I can that I can think about or th- through my research, I would be convinced that if I wanted to get hear better sound through headphones, I'd have to up that to probably three or four hundred dollars, and that's that's especially looking for headphones that don't have noise cancellation. So you have an idea that they're putting all that money in just the sound, and that's like even that's like I okay maybe I could spend that possibly. But then the next level up is like twelve hundred dollars, and then it goes to five thousand and eight thousand dollars, and I'm, <sighs> and that's the point which I'm saying, <laughs> I, there, I know there, I, I appreciate there are people who make a lot more money than I do, that they're, I, I've, I've earlier to, earlier in the show I talked about spending, you know, four to nine dollars on old tape recorders that I only only because I have a semi impulsive desire to acquire because i think aesthetically they're interesting design wise and very pretty and a lot of people are like man i wish i had nine dollars to throw away i could have i could have bought this or that i wouldn't have had to i i totally get that but it it is it is an illustration of i don't understand i i really want to talk to somebody who owns these eight thousand dollar headphones and Mm. loves them not to make fun of them or not to understand their psychosis but to understand what these headphones mean to them and how how much they appreciate the difference in their experience because it's there's there's a level at which I can't imagine if 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 I'm trying to solve the problem of I want to be able to enjoy my music more and mm-hmm. someone someone uh, someone on Twitter hears me say oh well you could do me a big favor I if you could be my consultant I'll give you an eight thousand dollar budget because I, if I don't if I don't spend this money <laughs> I lose it in the next year's budget so if you could just like write a report on how you made music more enjoyable Wouldn't for yourself nice? on this I'm trying I'm trying to figure out a way which I would actually spend the eight thousand dollars right. on that thing it would be okay well maybe I'll get the nine hundred dollar headphones but I'll be spending more money on now I'm going to buy like a better server I'm going to buy uh, I, I would. It would not be all. I, I. I would. My belief would be that there are limitations to my ears. There are limitations to the quality of the recordings that I can get. Mm-hmm. That I can get. So it's there's a real disconnect in my head between the people who can appreciate that and the people who can't. But I also. Uh, but it really is. Uh, Samsung really has hit a home run with those Samsung buds because mm-hmm. most of these reviews. When they say something nice about a competing competing product, it's usually about the Pixel Buds, particularly especially about the the battery life. Uh, that the Pixel Buds get a, an average like four or five hours, five or six hours. That's fine. Twenty four hours, uh, in, including like re- recharges through the case. But saying then they say, well, this but which is fine. But compare that to the Pixel Buds, <laughs> unicorn glitter, unicorn glitter, unicorn glitter. Uh, so, so I suppose I, I I want to end our conversation about these stuff with the stuff that you listeners are concerned about. No, I'm not concerned that I bought uh, Pixel Buds. <laughs> that that I bought the uh, the Sony. I don't feel as though I'm disappointed. I'm at not all. concerned that, for you either. I'm just, I know that you're worried curious. about me. Let's make sure we pivot this completely about me. Yeah, I I'm not worried about you. I just my response is to what everybody has been saying about these things, because I just feel like when the news went live for the review, um, it was just the same moaning and groaning that I just sometimes, <laughs> I personally am just like, but don't you see, don't you see, man? Like you got to look at all the sides, man. You can't just like look at it one dimensionally, man. <laughs> I think okay. that maybe I think that maybe like most if if I owned like a tech news and reviews site, I would decide to I would put like a marker 
on lots of reviews happening about now so that when the coronavirus quarantine is like no longer like a big deal, mm-hmm. I can just like put like a little asterisk <laughs> on, on like next to a little, a little bug or something next to every single like review title. And if you click on that, say, hi, this this was written during month number two of coronavirus <laughs> lockdown. God, yeah. A lot of these people were just in an itchy mood. They were grumpy. So I'm not I'm not saying it invalidates anything negative. I'm just oh, saying that Andy, maybe they were <laughs> See, be... that's I'm trying not to derail this podcast, but uh, okay, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. De- de- derailing is kind of our brand. I know it's our brand. <laughs> and I know that all of you listening have nothing better to do than listen to me and Andy right now, okay? You're not going anywhere. You're not seeing anybody. So, except your family, who I'm sure you're sick of by now. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, uh, a, a note to our listeners and to the people who are downloading this a year or two from now, it's, we're, we're all a little bit grumpy, a little bit on edge. That's you know? what I'm trying to say. This is like a moment in time. All of this art, all of the stuff that we're putting out right now, like some people think podcasting is this very disposable type of media, but this is a moment in time right now. So I'm just saying. Anyway. It is indeed. Moment it's in feel, time. It's feeling more momentary every single day. Yes, um, and thankfully, the our moments in time are ad-supported. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, so with great, great gratitude, <laughs> we now spin into this, our next ad. This episode of Material is brought to you by Linode. Whether you're working on a personal project or managing your enterprise's infrastructure, Linode is the pricing, support, and scale you need to take your project to the next level. They have 11 data centers worldwide, including their newest data center in Sydney, Australia. And with their enterprise-grade hardware, S3-compatible storage option, and their next-generation network, Linode delivers the performance you expect at a surprisingly good price. Get started on Linode today with a $20 credit for listeners of this show, and you'll get access to native SSD storage, a 40 gigabit network, and industry-leading processors. Linode plans starting as low as $5, dedicated CPU plans with physical cores reserved just for you, and one-click installs of the most popular apps, including WordPress, LampStack, and game servers for Minecraft. And there's more where that comes from. So go to linode.com slash material and use promo code material2020 when creating a new Linode account. You'll get a $20 credit towards your next project. Oh, and Linode is hiring right now. So if that's something that interests you, go to linode.com slash careers to find out more. Once again, that's linode.com slash material and our promo code material2020 for that $20 credit. Our thanks to Linode for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Well, we had a uh, Google had their uh, their uh, quarterly earnings call on Tuesday. As you can imagine, it was a bit of a lulu because, uh, as Sundar Pichai said, uh, this has been he described quarter the first quarter of the f- fiscal year as quote the tale of two quarters, uh, making it marking an obvious difference between the first two months and then the rest of the month uh, when the world I mean, yeah. has been dealing with yeah. That's a, good a lot point. of changes that were hard to anticipate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, I just like the the take the take on a tale of two quarters. Uh, I'm we're, of course we're going to link to uh, the uh, if you go to uh, the Google blog, they have his entire remarks, and uh, I really think they're worth reading from top to bottom. They are highly unusual. We're used to seeing some sort of a preamble 
no matter who the company is, if they're of the scale of Google or Apple or Facebook, about how we have we have remained committed to our our vision and our mission, which is to increase the consumption of mandarin oranges and the growing season. And we feel that this was a lot. They uh, there was an understanding, I think, that you can't just start with the usual earnings call BS. Mm-hmm. Uh, that this is a highly unusual situation. Um, I'm going to editorialize for a bit. Uh, I liked one of the. Th- uh, I I read the entire thing. It's not very long. It's like maybe a thousand words, two thousand words, and I really loved it because the first half of it was all. Ab- it was all about how here is our understanding of the situation. Here are the rea- Here here is our appreciation of the severity of the situation. Where we are not going to sugarcoat how serious this is and the changes that are coming that we're going to try to react to. However, here are problems that we have identified and how we are reacting to them and how we intend to react to them. And I found my, it was kind of like, it was the sort of the same sort of uh, reaction you have when you hear a song that reminds you of one of your favorite songs when you were in high school or, or college mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where, and I, it was making me very, it, it was releasing some pleasure endorphins in my head or, or maybe some calm down emotions, uh, endorphins in my head. And it wasn't, I, I, I repeat, I know I'm editorializing here. That's why I'm saying I'm editorializing it. I, it was a while before I realized that, Oh, that's because in any other presidential administration, that I've have adult awareness of mm-hmm. this is what I would have heard from the white house, like in week number one, which is not, Hey, we've solved the problem. Hey, this, no, don't worry about it. It would be, we want you to know that we are on top of this. We don't have the solutions, but we're working for them. And we're here to offer some, not only to mm-hmm. uh, do our work at the federal level, but also help States do their work at the state level and help you as individuals not have to focus on is the power grid going to stay on uh, and what's the economy going to do so you can focus on taking care of yourself and your loved ones as opposed to how hi i'm the leader of the free world here's how i'm feeling about this right now and here's how these mean-spirited comments and i will end it there but that's that's the tone of this unless uh, your world leader is angela merkel true i'm sorry <laughs> I, I was i'm trying to avoid saying a certain word that i don't I, like to i don't like to use. it's okay we mentioned angela merkel on here which you know is going to do great for our podcast numbers now yep yep again yeah. it's you don't you, those of you who, who live in other countries you don't know what it's like it's like we would have I will I will end this in two sentences, I promise, because otherwise I don't want to I know it's annoying. Even if even if you agree with me, it is still can be very annoying. But even when I, I didn't necessarily agree with George W. Bush and his, his mm-hmm. general policies, mm-hmm. didn't necessarily agree with Clinton. There are times where I didn't agree with Obama, Reagan. Now that's a different story because again I was an angsty, ironic, <laughs> angry teen. So <laughs> and and younger. So that there, there was other issues there, but at every stage, I knew that if there was something horrible going down, they at least they themselves knew what their role was. Mm-hmm. They also had the backing of uh, people who knew what to do in this job, whether including the people who they themselves appointed and the people that they were smart enough to say, "You've been at this job for eighteen years. <laughs> Obviously, you have a lot of experience and edu- and understanding that I'm going to need." So it's, this is something that I kind of needed. I kind of needed somebody 
to say these sort of things, even though, even though, and again, I acknowledge that this is uh, an Eric's call is by definition self-aggrandizing. The whole point is to, you know, speak about your company in such a way that (laughs) that uh, that investors will not react badly and you'll be wearing like a a barrel. (laughs) But this is this is why Sundar Pichai has the job. I mean, I have said this about him before. Um, I have been following his career for a while now. I mean, we've been with him for a while and he is really good at this. And I have to say, like compared to compared to privileged schoolboy Elon Musk. Yeah, (laughs) I know somebody's going to I know somebody's going to throw tomatoes at me for saying that. (laughs) There goes your free Tesla. (laughs) Um, By the way, I don't really think that they're that nice of cars. But anyway, somebody is also going to throw a tomato at me for that. Um, You know, this is just really – it's great optics for Google. It's great optics for Sundar Pichai. It shows what he is as a leader. Like he is calculated before he goes out. He tries to appeal in a very – I don't know. It's it's very it's always been very different from like Apple. Facebook has always been so I'm just talking Facebook, Apple, Google here. Facebook has always been Mark Zuckerberg. I'm super young. Look at me. I'm hip. I know how to talk to you people. I'm like spending my money in the right way. Apple's like, we're Apple. You're gonna like what we do anyway. So Let we're the record show that she you. that she is making a prayerful <laughs> gesture where she's pulling her hands over her heart. Yes. Familiar to anybody uh, who's been part of an Apple product yes, launch. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Google's like, we're Google. We want to help you. We know that you use our products to like basically do everything. So we're going to continue kind of being that friendly voice in your household. It's like, you know, uh, it's how all good brands are done. It's all how, it, it's basically 50% of the brands that you find at Target are these kind of brands. <laughs> You know, you like walk into Target. It's like here at Target, like we're taking care of your family, right? You walk in, you have all those nice furnishings and all like this stuff. And so Google kind of from a marketing perspective, that's how they appeal. So there's that. And then there's also the fact that this would be a good time to appeal in sort of manner because when we get out of this, people are going to remember kind of the company's the way that they responded. They're not going to remember that Domino's is going to do hands-free delivery <laughs> and that the pizza doesn't isn't touched by anybody when it comes to your door. But they are going to remember like, oh yeah, I remember I was Googling all this stuff about <laughs> COVID-19. I remember I was Googling and yeah. searching to see what I needed to do when I brought stuff from the outside world into my house. I remember, you know, I remember I learned how to uh, my my kids were all doing all of their classwork remotely using Google on a apps Chromebook. And Google. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's what you're going to remember. And so the smart thing for Google would be to appeal in this really like humanized manner. And you know, just I think I think it's another one of the reasons I really like listening to Sundar Pichai and why it's hard yeah. for me to cuz like if we were in a Larry Page Sergey Brin sort of era. I don't know that we would be getting the same thing out of Google that we are with Sundar. And this is just like when he came out and spoke against, um, against the anti-immigration policies that were happening under the U S administration in the beginning months. Um, the fact that he came out and spoke out and said like, you know, 
it's like regardless of what Google has done, the fact that this is the face yeah. that they put out is very important. And and I think that says a lot that you you feel comforted that like Sundar yeah, Pichai yeah. came out and and made you feel like, yeah, you know what? Somebody is there for me because like <laughs> My the US God, administration is in, and like everything really sucks. It was and- more like, wow, there is somebody in power <laughs> who appreciates the appreciates the severity of the situation and is actually doing things that seem to be responsible and thoughtful, and they're communicating effectively. There, it's not about like, oh, he's not my dad. He's not trying to reassure me, right? But. Uh, but to, uh, like I said, I it wasn't specifically okay. My Google products are going to be okay. It was that. <laughs> I, it was no that one's going to touch was, them. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was just the like I said. It reminded me of like even again even George W. Bush like after after nine eleven like uh, the he he was more before before the you know, the unnecessary war stuff. It was the, okay, we got, we're getting emergency services here. We are right. investigating. We are also under, under these unusual circumstances. We are not going to be limiting the FBI's ability to interact with blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, again, I, wow. I still think you're owned by the energy company. I still am scared as hell by, by your vice president, but I feel as though I'm free to worry about my uh, my parents. I feel as though I've I've rather I have more bandwidth free to focus on how am I going to get my parents through, uh, or my my unfortunately my both parent both my parents uh, passed away ten years ago. But I can worry about my elderly relatives. I can worry about friends of mine who are living alone. I can worry about friends of mine who are living in New York City because right. I don't have to worry. That's the sort of thing that I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, getting okay, getting back to <laughs> actual content, um, I, I I so strongly recommend that you talk that you look at this because it is so unusual for an earnings call sort of spiel. It, it offers a lot of insights in what Google ha- how Google has been reacting to this sort of stuff. Also, the fact that this took place during an earnings call, the this is there are legal requirements about what they can say. They can't say if they say something that they know to be untrue. There, they, there, there are legal repercussions for doing that. So they can't be misleading at all. So if they're giving you something that sounds fact-based, it has to be factual. Mm-hmm. Uh, none, they're not required to talk about things that they don't know are, are untrue, but still. So uh, I'll summarize. I'll, I'll summarize a little bit. Um, a lot of it is uh, Sundar navigating what I thought was a very tricky balance between very properly expressing caution and concern. Uh, about what the future holds for Google and for Google's employees and also the world. While also this is a, an earnings call, he had to tastefully indicate that the pandemic has created increased demand for Google services and that should inspire yeah. a certain amount of uh, of confidence in Google's ability to ride this out, yeah, particularly because, and here we get to facts sort of stuff, uh, the ad business, he said, has taken really, really big hits, uh, correlating region by region to the spread of the virus. Um, however, he was making specific details, pointing out the usage of Google services is way up almost across the board, uh, and also pointing out that uh, unlike 2008, uh, which is maybe the last time mm-hmm. that they could have anything that's even close to this. He, he did, of course, mention this is unprecedented, but the last time they were facing a problem that was sort of like this, 
Uh, Google has diversified quite a bit. It's not they're they're still hugely uh, dependent on advertising revenue, right. but not so, but not solely. They have they have lots and lots of other businesses. They didn't have Android the way they do now. Yeah, exactly. But but also but also services. Um, I do want to read the first couple uh, uh, some excerpts from the first paragraphs. This is Sundar uh, quoting him from the uh, from his his comments. When I last spoke with you in early February, no one could have imagined how much the world would change and how suddenly our thoughts are with everyone who has been impacted by COVID-19, especially those who've lost loved ones or their livelihoods. It's a challenging moment for the world. Today, there is still a great deal of uncertainty regarding the path to recovery, but there are some things that we can understand better with the patterns that we are seeing. And then he goes bullet by bullet um, uh, first one saying that's clear from the data that people are being more cautious and seeking authoritative advice and guidance to protect their family's health and safety. And a return to normal economic activity depends on how effectively societies manage the spread of the virus. Uh, also, that this is the first pandemic clearly taking place in a digital world. Uh, and that it's now clear that once the emergency has passed, the world will not look the same. Some social norms will change, and many businesses are speaking to us, looking to reinvent their operations. Uh, the, we have seen that the most pressing concern of small and large businesses right now is business continuity, solving for issues like employee safety, dramatic falls or surges in demand, supply chains, and managing a remote workforce. Ultimately, we'll see a long-term acceleration of movement from businesses to digital services, including increased online work, education, medicine, shopping, and entertainment. These changes will be significant and lasting. Um, he also provides some data that, uh, again, underscoring uh, how people are relying on authoritative sources. In the U.S., uh, coronavirus-related search activity at its peak was four times greater than during the peak of the Super Bowl. Uh, downloads of apps from Google Play rose uh, 30% from February to March. 100 million students and educators are using Google Classroom, which is double the number from the beginning of March. Also, a massive increase in demand for Chromebooks. Analysts have reported a 400% increase during the week of March <laughs> yep. 21st, year to year. Yep. Yep. Um, last week, we, we surpassed a significant milestone and are now adding roughly 3 million new users each day and have seen a 30-fold increase in usage since January. There are now 100 million daily meet meeting per, uh, participants. Mm -hmm. uh, and then noting that we experienced a significant and sudden slowdown in, in ad revenues um, mm -hmm. and uh, buffeting a, that a little bit by saying that we have focused, rather than trying to shore up the ad business, saying that we're focused on products where we can help most advertisers and merchants during the crisis. For example, under our new leader of com commerce, Bill Reddy, last week we announced that mer merchants can list products on in Google sh Shopping for free. Uh, points, uh, there you go, Selling uh, points out the diversity that uh, they're selling services for companies that are transitioning to remote work and companies that need to, in his words, adapt to new behavior patterns. He also saw in hardware a decline in device activations in the quarter due to mm. falling consumer demand globally. Um, as part of the future, he says that we're taking a long view and continuing to invest in our long-term priorities, but are being thoughtful in the short term. So we made the decision to slow down the pace of hiring for the remainder of 2020 while maintaining momentum in a small number of strategic areas. We're also recalibrating the focus and pace of our investments in areas like data centers and machines and non-business non essential marketing and travel. 
Uh, only a quick mention about other bets, which is usually the elephant at the end of the parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Waymo raised $2.25 billion in its first external investment round. Uh, Wing saw a surge in deliveries and new users, increasing its daily volume fivefold, which probably means 50 burrito deliveries, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with great momentum in test programs in Australia and Virginia. So wow. it's def- definitely worth a read. Like I said, you could see in all of these data points that – if this were if this were happening because of an economic boom, something good happening, uh, like two years ago, they would said, and we're very really excited about what's happening in Chromebooks. We are wildly exceeding our expectations. They have to say that we know we want you to make sure that uh, because a lot of the big news is going to be the downturn in the ad business, but we want you to know that we have other businesses that seem to be doing very very well without. <laughs> uh, wallpapering over the fact that mm-hmm. it is a global pandemic that is mm-hmm. caught that is the trigger for a lot of these quote good news unquote yeah you know it's uh we're gonna drop a link for this in the notes so if you want to go ahead and kind of pour through read some of what was written um i think it's it was a very clever way of google to reply to what's going on in the world while also kind of reminding us you rely a lot on our services, by the way, and yep. we know that. So we are hearing you. I'll be yep. very curious to see what they do with the Chromebooks um, for education, what kind of comes out of this. What I have a feeling next year we're going to be hearing a lot of, uh, you know, I bet you one of the um, the teams that was not, you know, that's not slowing down is the Chrome OS team. They're just like. Definitely. You know, we're, yeah. we're putting the kibosh on updates right now, frequent updates, because we need you to just kind of figure out how we're going to make all this stuff work better next year. Right. <laughs> so. And also it's see, that's that, and the conversation of the role of uh, the prominence of the success of Google versus Apple versus Facebook versus Microsoft. Of all of those of all of those um, companies, I think that we're seeing right now that Google is definitely the most important in terms of if Google oh, yeah. went away and took away all of its services with it, how much more difficult would daily life yeah. be? How how are you going to find out information? Like just the archiving of information, because that is what Google has in its proverbial hands, right? It's just like right. the information is right. Every time I have a question about why is my baby kicking her yes. legs so hard? Is this like normal? Like why, you know, what are the symptoms of of this and that. Like anytime I have a question, what is the weather going to be like today so that I yes. know how to dress my child? It's all stuff that I rely on Google for. And it, it does make sense that they would have to have the most impactful earnings call in this sense. And I I know it's inside baseball when we talk about this stuff, but it's important for everybody out there to know exactly how the company is positioning themselves. Yeah. Um, because this, this ultimately trickles down to their products, which yeah. is why like four houses on my block have complained that they had to go out and buy computers for their household Chromebooks right? because they didn't have enough to go around for all the children in the house. So, yep, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, and, and uh, to, to backtrack on something I mentioned earlier, after I discovered that I was not going to be able to get an Alton Brown's <laughs> Alton Brown bow tie by Friday, when I'm going to be mm. judging this online cooking competition, mm. of course I did a Google search for how to sew your own bow tie. Mm. So now I have like patterns and I have instructions and I don't have a, mach- I don't have a machine, but I did buy a whole bunch of hand sewing stuff. 
uh, a month or two ago. So that's probably going. <laughs> I hope I hope this doesn't speak poorly of me. But my first hand sewing project is not going to be a, a, a face mask. It is going to be a bow tie made out of discarded bed sheets that have an interesting <laughs> pattern on them. But that's that's. I would that's, like for you to please show me when you are finished with it because I'm very <laughs> I'm very curious. You're taking up sewing, and I'm apparently I don't know. I'm still deciding what I'm going to take up. So I was, I was thinking about this earlier today. Uh, again, particularly as I was saying, well, how difficult will it be to hand sew a bow tie? That um, I bought um, every February, uh, January, and February. The Amazon associate credits, uh, store credits that I get from tweeting about movies on sale and records on sale and books on sale during Black Friday, that's when this big, huge pile of credits come. And traditionally, I will spend it on something fun uh, as opposed to something I really, really need. And this year, like the, the star prize, I, was just, I, I, didn't, I wasn't as aggressive last year as I often am. So it was maybe half of what I would normally get. So I could only get one. I got some, big, some little things, but I could only get one big thing. And it was between Olympus had come out with a new, brilliant, like 2X tele-extender for this other Olympus lens I have. So instead of being a 300 millimeter zoom, it would be a 600 millimeter super zoom with this thing turned uh, affixed to it. Or, and, but the other thing that I was, that I also had in my wish list and I was contemplating is I really want to le- learn how to sew this year and maybe I should buy a sewing machine and like take lessons in sewing. And I eventually went with the, the tele extender because there, there, I can think of all kinds of, t- I, I really want to shoot birds. And when I take pictures at, uh, at uh, roller derby and stuff like that, but it's like uh, today I realized that <laughs> one of these choices would have been the perfect thing for someone yeah. who gets to leave the house and go anywhere yeah. at any time. Yeah. The yeah. other thing would have been the perfect thing for someone who's stuck at home. Yeah. <laughs> and I picked, I happened to pick yeah. the wrong thing. It's okay. Listen, it's fine. It's okay. I, okay. Can still, I, I can still buy one on eBay. I actually, I actually priced them out saying, oh, maybe I should just spend the money and because that would be kind of fun. Uh, the nice thing about a sewing machine is it will last you forever. Yes. Um, we still have like my, I still have my mom's sewing machine from like the nineties husband has his show, sewing machine from the early 2000s like this, these are things that stay around um second of all i've been posting these memes this this time <laughs> off this time off this time at home quote unquote is not is not for you to try and conquer it's just for you to try and get through so yes exactly you don't worry about it uh you know what if anything you can look forward to the fact that when you're going out when you finally get to go out and be out in the world again you will have all these things to look forward to it's exactly why you know my husband bought us camping gear uh this week because we can't go camping anywhere right now everything is closed <laughs> unless you know you go somewhere super like private secluded or whatever. Um, but eventually when the world reopens, we would like to go out with the baby. And so, you know, she has to have her sleeping bag and she has to have her, you know, have to get these things. And so <laughs> also it'd be, it'd be, I think just thinking about it, it would be kind of cool. Like to have like your tent, like in the middle of the living room and just have this cool private fort. Yeah, you know, that's a thing that ooh, ooh, um, ooh, ooh. it could be your conferencing, your teleconferencing port. <laughs> it would get really hot in there, by the way. Those things because ri- they're, you know, they're made to to kind of do that sort of thing. Um, actually, so around my neighborhood, lots of tents in the backyard, a lot of kids camping in the backyard um, <laughs> in my neighborhood. <laughs> so we noticed on our walks like, oh, there's another <laughs> tent propped up in the backyard. 
must be the kids camping. So it's, you know. Now, of course, normally, because you live in the in, in the in the valley, in the Bay Area, you could be assuming that they're actually renting out that space to like new hires at Google and Facebook mm-hmm. as, as Airbnbs, mm-hmm. long-term mm-hmm. Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. But but because of the situation, you're guessing that it's probably children. See, Google is going to be totally fine to this through this pandemic, even with the the ad sales kind of plummeting. But Airbnb, mm, not so much. <laughs> I'm really um, thrilled about moving in with into a stranger's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For yeah, it's yeah. Um, anyway, two, okay. Two two quickies. Uh, one to, just to button off the Google corporate uh, news. Uh, Google. Now that we're in, we're in that sort of twitchy stage of containment, where countries are talking about plans to right. reduce restrictions on people being able to go into offices. Here in the United States, there are also conflicting information about what the federal government wants to do, what state government wants, state governments want to do. Um, this is another. This is another uh, another opportunity for good leadership. Uh, Sundar Pichai has sent an all company email saying that they, uh, if if we if we are going to be reopening offices, it absolutely will not happen before June first at the very earliest. Mm-hmm. Even so, it's going to happen in sort of a staggered sort of approach, um, with is uh, with a priority towards. Uh, easing anxiety about returning to offices. So it's not as though all worldwide, everybody's expected to be back in their offices by Monday. It will be, some people are certainly going to be more comfortable staying at home where they know that neither they nor the people that they love have coronavirus. They would like to continue to work remotely for a certain amount of time. So that, but some people won't have childcare to go back to work. Exactly. Exactly. And they won't be able to count on schools being able to take their kids for several hours a day. Yeah. No summer programs, no summer camps. Yeah. It's just, uh, that's also, I think just a good stroke of leadership on one hand, it's not necessarily any information, but it is, we can't, we can't tell you when we're going to be reopening our offices. We can at least tell you that it will not happen anytime before June 1st. And even yeah. when it does happen, it will be a gradual thing as opposed to a career-defining thing for you. Yeah. And that's yeah. any piece of hard information that you can make plans based on mm-hmm. uh, is going to be a really, really good thing. Uh, so now we've been – actually, we've been spending <laughs> – I'm, I'm kind of glad. We've been spending a lot of time uh, heaping praise upon Google uh, – I'm glad there's we can end on something that really annoys me. One last quick thing that is fortunately a little bit lighter and to also as uh, as journalists we kind of like to, you know, counterbalance pray. We here we are t- talking about how it's great, you know, Google is doing is an important company now and fortunately they offered a reminder that they can be colossal dorks sometimes. <laughs> So remember when they introduced this thing called Android Wear, and then they changed it to Wear OS. Now they're changing the name to Wear OS by Google Smartwatch. I'll say that again. Wear OS by Google Smartwatch. So we have we have a, an internal joke about this in the Housewives fandom world because there is literally a boutique that's like Kyle by Aileen 2, but it's to spell T-O-O. <laughs> So, it, and it's just like, why? And this is what it reminds me of, which makes me laugh because it's totally like one of those things an LA boutique would do to just kind of like, by the way, like we're totally, hey, we're working with these people. And so you should totally check us out. <laughs> like, isn't we're that- doing a collab with our Exactly. Merch. It's like, 
what? It's the collab is the, it's you. You're just collaborating with yourself. Yeah. Like, are you okay? How, how about you give us all day battery life before you consider actually changing the names of things? Ex- why would you put your name behind? Exactly. Like, where is my battery life? It doesn't even I, scan. <laughs> Wear OS by Google smartwatch. So Google, I would think that's Wear OS creating the Google. I see. I'm my, I have a note that simply says, dude, you're killing me with this. That this is how is this going to sell watches to I, me? Like, you know what will sell watches all day battery life, two day battery life. You know what? Make it three day at this point because it's been long enough. Like you we need at least four days. That's it. I'm yeah. I'm ending it at four. I need four days battery life. How, how about you? How about you create an, a, a new contract with uh, uh, with Qualcomm? Saying that for the duration of the problem of not having a halfway decent CPU mm-hmm. for Wear OS, mm-hmm. you're always going to have an executive from Qualcomm at at least the vice presidential level on the Google campus at mm-hmm. all times, whose entire job it will be to be in a room where any Google staffer or staffers can fire Nerf darts or a at Zoom them call, for as long way. as they want. Or a Zoom okay, call. True. Well, yes. well. Well, we'll we'll put him in a room with robotic Nerf guns. I just I just want this person to like, oh, <laughs> well, okay, it's kind of nutty, but I'm a good sport. And then after day three, they'll be on their cell phone. Look, I don't care what the f we have to do. We build a five nanometer ship <laughs> that gives that gives Wear OS five day battery life. So so it's, where what is it going to be? It's going to be Wear OS by Google Smartwatch by Fossil. Wear OS by Google Smartwatch no by Michael Kors. Yeah, this is. It's, like what? <laughs> what? It's like it's like a, Again, it's like a, it's like a Tyler Perry, Terry, Tyler Perry movie. Tyler Perry Productions presents by Tyler Perry. A Tyler one Perry of the movie really bad by... Tyler Perry ones. The one where he sometimes where the one where he's even more misogynist than he. Is. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all I all I know is it's about a woman who doesn't know her her correct role and doesn't have enough Jesus in her. But by the end, she learns her place. Exactly. And and, and she finds a man with yeah. abs. <laughs> Woo. Listen, name, half and those movies made and me cry. Is, and his name is Gabriel. And at the very end, wait a minute. You're the angel, Gabriel. Oh, my God. Gim- oh, okay, I think you I'm got sorry. Tyler Perry confused not... with the Hallmark film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that That is a collab I want to see. <laughs> That that could be such astonishingly good new levels of badness. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, if, if they could finally, get, if they could also get the Transformers in there somewhere, that would be just, just epic. Michael, Michael Bay. by Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, so just, uh, just to just to put a button on this, that yes. hasn't been an announcement from Google. It's just that we've uh, people have noticed a name change to the Google app in the Play Store. Nine to five wrote about it. Nine yeah, actually, I, we'll I first it. saw it on Reddit, and it was a uh, uh, it was a. Tizen, actually a Tizen blog that first I think noticed it and published about it. But yeah, so this could mean nothing, could mean everything. It could mean that this is how they're restructuring <laughs> after their uh, Fitbit acquisition. Uh, by the way, they, the, they... Sorry, this app has two out of five, by the way, in the app yeah. store, in the Apple app store. <laughs> Just... You trolls! You trolls! You're yeah. all trolling! All 2,400 of you who have rated this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Sorry. I mean, I'm not... I'm. Uh, I'm eagerly anticipating my sporty black metal, uh, uh, my my sporty black metal fossil generation four watch, but only because I got it for 120 bucks. Wait, excuse me, sporty black fossil fourth generation watch uh, running Wear OS by Google smartwatch. 
this. Why? It's so... Why? God, you know, I feel like imagine, we should have started with this because this is... <laughs> This is absurd. Well, imagine if like we we needed we we're, we're under contract to create a podcast, and now we have to finally get the URL and be sure to hit uh, all about Wear OS by Google's smartwatch on Tizen dot sport. Uh, shall, we, shall we end it there now that we're yeah we're gonna leave you all with that so yes. we're gonna leave you all with a face palm <laughs> yes exactly it's <laughs> android stepped on a rake yet yet again it's oh well yes. which is probably good that they're sheltering in place because we don't want any more folks yep. stepping on rakes and folks it was between to the end of end of the show it was either this or the social media app that google canceled that that they canceled nobody really knew that about I, that even i had to wait was <laughs> which one of the words in that news item headline was the name of the service uh flo anything you want to plug or call people's attention to this week uh florenceion.com i just posted a new edition of ask flow and i think this podcast is coming out before yeah hey friday i'm planning on twitch streaming Ooh. um i'm gonna set up i got a bunch of one pluses in i got the Ooh. two new one pluses in and i I think it'd be kind of fun just set them up, have a chat. Everybody's at home. Um, I have a nice broadcasting suite here at home, so might as well put it to use. I haven't since I got pregnant with a baby. So join me, twitch.tv slash oh that flow. Now and 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 I recommend that you see that because it's gonna be valuable. It's not gonna be just like one of those YouTube channels where we got the new the new uh, OnePlus and the old OnePlus, and we're gonna smash them into each other to see which one breaks first. Woo! I can't I can't break them because I think that would probably piss off OnePlus. True. <laughs> uh, at least not intentional. I mean it, accidents happen, of course. <laughs> exactly. Uh the other thing is usually my twist streams just involve me and then I have like another camera over what I'm doing and then it's just it's just a hangout so it's like hanging out with friends on a couch your friend is setting up a phone um you know and then I can tell you about it as I'm setting it up because it's better than doing it by myself I'm lonely the baby doesn't (laughs) talk to me she just goes goo goo gaga my husband's too busy working to help feed our family god it's like he's taking care of us or something anyway uh, well, I've, I've been hyping this uh, this Food Network style competition. Uh, that's going to be streaming on uh, Twit.tv at seven p.m. Uh, Eastern, four p.m. Uh, or four p.m. West Coast time. I love this! So, I'm so excited that you're so you doing get, you, this. You, you get to see how well I did at making that tie. I'm gonna. I really am gonna try. I've got. But nothing. you have to send me a picture though, just I'll, when you're yeah, done. Okay. I, I'm. I don't know if I'll be. I'll have the skills, the ambidextrality of mentality uh, to be able to like live stream it while I try to make it. But I'll, I'm gonna try to like post pictures on Instagram or Twitter you as should. I go. You should uh, go to I, Anatko I H N A T K O at Twitter or Instagram. I'm gonna be on uh, my usual Friday uh, High Tech Heidi Ho uh, on WGBH uh, and Boston's Public Radio uh, at 11.30 live on uh, on the East Coast. Uh, if you go to WGBHnews.org, you'll be able to stream that live. If you uh, hit that URL a little bit later, they will have the whole show available for you to peruse. Well, that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening this week. This has been an especially fun show. Uh, especially fun because you were here listening to it as we were making it up. I uh, hope you have a wonderful week. Hope to see you next week. Until then, have an absolutely fantastic seven days, everybody. Bye, everyone. 